Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're gonna to be talking about how you can increase free T3 levels naturally. Why should you care about your T3 levels as a thyroid patient? For one simple reason, and that is because T3 is hundreds of times more biologically active than any other thyroid hormone in your body. Now, when it comes to thyroid hormones, there are four types. We have T1, we have T2, we have T3, and we have T4. Most of the time, we don't talk a lot about T1 and T2. We spend most of our time talking about T4 and T3 because these are the ones that have the most biological activity. And between these two, T3 has hundreds of times more biological activity compared to T4. So when it comes to feeling better, if you want to have more energy, if you want to regrow your hair, if you want to lose weight, if you want to not be cold all the time, et cetera, then you want to focus on improving how much T3 your body has available so that your thyroid in your body can use it. All right, so that's why this is important. That's why it matters. Now, how do we do that? Well, there's two different ways that you can kind of approach this problem. I have what I call the easy way and I have what I call the not so easy way. And the not so easy way is still fairly easy and we'll be talking about that as we go. So what is the easy way? Well, the easiest thing that you can do if you wanna increase your T3 levels is go to your doctor and ask for a prescription for Cytomel or Lyothyronine. These are prescription thyroid medications which contain pure T3. There's nothing else in them, just T3. If you take these T3 medications, you will increase your T3 level, right? It's, it's kind of a, it's not rocket science, it's a no brainer. If you take T3, your T3 level will go up. Now, unfortunately, that's not as, even though that is easy, it's not easy to get the prescription from your doctor. That's the hard part, okay? The doctors, doctors don't like to prescribe T3, which is why we're talking about the not so easy way. And the not so easy way includes a number of things that you can do to naturally encourage the process that your body goes through to create more T3. Okay, so that's why we're focusing on the things we're focusing on today. So let's talk about those. I have about six or seven here. Um, and as we talk about them, it'll make a lot of sense. So the first thing that you should do, number one, is you should consider optimizing key nutrients. Now, this is sort of how it works in the body. Your body takes T4 and it turns it either into free T3 or well, we'll just call it T3. So it takes T4 and turns it into T3 or reverse T3. Now it kind of is as like a fork in the road. It can go one way or the other. You want to, as a thyroid patient, encourage the conversion of T4 to T3 and not the conversion of T4 to reverse T3. So one of the things that you can do to encourage the conversion of T4 to T3 is to take certain nutrients that the body needs for that process to occur. So all you're doing is you're looking at that conversion process and you're saying, hey, body, what do you need for this to occur? Now there's a couple nutrients that you can take to ensure that it has what it needs for this process to, to happen naturally on its own. These include a number of nutrients and a couple that you probably already know, such as zinc and selenium. Zinc and selenium are no-brainer nutrients for thyroid patients. They have a number of benefits to various thyroid uh, processes and functions in the body. So if you're not already taking zinc and selenium, you wanna consider that. And they also happen to help this T4 to T3 conversion process. Another one you can consider is guggle extract or guggle sterone. Um, that, I use that a lot in some of my supplements. It has uh, extreme, well, I shouldn't say extreme, but it has the capacity to help with that conversion process. Another thing that you can do is focus on taking antioxidants or anti-inflammatory supplements. And that is because the more inflammation in your body, the more likely you are to take T4 and turn it into reverse T3. So if you can say, here, you can say, hey body, here are these supplements to reduce inflammation. Let's encourage the conversion of T4 to T3 and not T4 to reverse T3. So that's kind of how you can think about using supplements to either enhance T4 to T3 conversion or block or reduce T4 to reverse T3 conversion. So hopefully that's not very confusing. If you have questions, leave them in the comment below. Number two, I want you to focus on improving your gut health. So whenever I say focus on gut health, a lot of people throw their hands up in the air and they're like, what do you mean? What, what does that mean? So let, let me explain it to you in, a, in simple terms here. As a thyroid patient, well, first of all, let me just say thyroid patients are at increased risk for developing gastrointestinal problems. And that is because of the impact that thyroid hormone has on your gut. 
all right? And that's a problem for a lot of reasons, right? A lot of your nutrients get absorbed there. A lot of your food gets absorbed there. A lot of the bacteria in your gut, they um, interfere or interact with the hormones inside of your intestinal tract, which impact your brain, they impact your skin, and so on. So it's really important that you have proper gut health. In addition, about 20% or so, depending on which study you look at, of T4 to T3 conversion occurs in the gut. So if you have a lot of inflammation in the gut, if you have a lot of gut damage or any problems in the gut, you're gonna limit how much of that 20% can occur there. Even if it's, let's say you take 5% of that 20% and now you're at 15%, that's still a big chunk of T3. So by improving your gut, you might be able to improve that conversion process. So how do you know if you have gut problems? Well, what I want you to do is take stock uh, and inventory of the type of symptoms that you have. You should not have any symptoms related to your gut. So these include things like pain, including abdominal pain, constipation, diarrhea, or any problem with your stool, by the way. You should not have gas, you should not have bloating, you should not have acid reflux, you should not have food intolerances, or any other symptoms related to your intestinal tract. If you're having pain or discomfort or anything after you eat or at any time during the day, that's an indication that something is wrong with your gut. Now, there are a lot of things that can go wrong with the gut, which is why you'll probably need someone to sort of help direct you. But I can tell you the top three most common gut problems that I see among thyroid patients that you can look for. So you can specifically look for these three things. And they include H. pylori infection, which is a bug. It's a bacteria that can uh, inhabit your intestinal tract, actually your stomach, and it can cause a lot of issues. It can even trigger Hashimoto's. We have number two, a small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, sometimes referred to as SIBO. And this is just an overgrowth of bacteria inside of the small intestinal tract. And that can wreak havoc and cause a lot of problems and inflammation. And third, we have acid reflux because again, of how the thyroid impacts acid production inside of the stomach. So if you're not sure where to start, look at your symptoms, then look at these top three things because there's a chance you have one or more of these problems. Now you may fall into a different category. You may have a parasite, you may have other issues, okay? So I can't account for everything, but this is a good starting point if you want to improve your gut. Number three, I want you to think about reverse, reducing reverse T3 levels. Okay, so I know we're talking about T3, but if you can, because of that conversion process, reduce your reverse T3 levels, you will necessarily increase your T3. Because remember, T4 has what I call like a fork. In the conversion process, there's a fork where it can either turn T4, your body can either turn T4 into T3 or reverse T3. So if you encourage the the T4 to T3 conversion process, you will necessarily reduce the T4 to reverse T3 process because there's only one option. It can go one way or the other. And if it's going the wrong way, that's a big problem. And if you can put the brakes on that, it will then force it and push it to produce more T3. So that's kind of how I want you to wrap your head around this. So how can you reduce the conversion of T4 to reverse T3? In other words, how can you lower reverse T3 levels? So I have four things for you that I want you to think about. Number one, avoid calorie restricted diets. I know a lot of thyroid patients have struggles with weight gain. I know that. I have a lot of videos on on why that is and explain in detail and, and videos on how to help you lose weight. But one of the worst things that you can do is restrict your calories as a thyroid patient because it encourages the production of more reverse T3, right? That's a big problem because it's going to reduce your T3 levels. And then you're going to reduce your metabolism. And then you're going, to redu- you're going to have all sorts of hypothyroid symptoms. You do not want to do that. So if you're having a calorie restricted diet right now or consciously or either unconsciously reducing your calories, stop it. Do not do that anymore. Number two, use high intensity interval training. We're gonna be talking about other exercises in a moment here, but HIT is particularly um, effective at reducing reverse T3 levels. Number three, check your leptin levels. So you need to be familiar with a concept called leptin resistance. Leptin resistance is often associated with weight gain, in fact, in almost every case, and also in thyroid patients. It tends to be more common in thyroid patients because of the interaction between your thyroid and leptin levels and leptin signaling and so on. But you do wanna be aware of leptin resistance and you can check for that, and if it is there, you can treat that. 
And then number four, consider using T3 medications. So I know I said we're talking about natural things and I, that is still true, but there, there is a time and a place to, to use T3 medications to flush out that reverse T3 level to sort of restart or reset the system. So sometimes that is necessary. Sometimes you can do everything right. You can eat healthy, you can exercise, you can do all the things I'm talking about here. Take supplements, yada, 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 and you'll still have high reverse T3 levels, which will impact your T3 levels. So in those cases, sometimes you need to flush it out of the body by taking T3 medications, including Cytomel and Lyothyronine. But don't get upset or, or frustrated about that because you can always do that at a later time. You can start with all the things that we're talking about now and come back to that only if it's necessary. All right, number four, check your ferritin status or your iron levels. So we know through a number of studies that low iron impacts T4, T3 to T4 ratios. It's probably not the case that low iron is impacting T4 to T3 conversion like the other systems that we talked about, but it is the case that iron is required for the production of thyroid hormone. And so what we see is that when iron levels are low, you're not able to produce enough thyroid hormone, which means that the levels between T4 and T3, they widen, okay? And that widening is a problem because T3 levels are gonna go, go low even if all of them are going low at the same time. There's still a gap that exists between T3 and T4. And if there is that gap that's there, then that, ends up being a problem for thyroid patients because there's not enough cellular activity of thyroid hormone, therefore that leads to hypothyroid symptoms, and it might also trigger more reverse T3 uh, production. So that's why you care about ferritin, that's why you care about iron. Now I've including the, included this here, and I've talked about it before in the setting of hair loss. Iron's very important for hair loss. It's very important for you as a thyroid patient to understand it because you're also at increased risk for developing iron deficiency because of how the thyroid impacts the absorption of iron in the intestinal tract. But a lot of people don't know how to test for it. So I'm telling you now the way to test for iron deficiency is by ordering a test called ferritin. And just know that ferritin can impact T4 to T3 ratios as well as the levels of T3 to reverse T3. Okay, so you need to be aware of that. It's really easy to check for. Just get your ferritin checked and make sure it's at an appropriate level. And that's pretty much all you have to do. If you want to see that in much more detail, you can check. I have other videos, I have other blog posts on that very topic as well. Number five, focus on liver health. This could probably be number one in terms of importance, but uh, it's at, here at number five. So take it for what it's worth. But just so you are aware, a huge percentage, in fact, the majority of thyroid conversion of T4 to T3 occurs inside of the liver. So I said 20% occurs in the gut. The majority, greater than 50%, occurs inside of the liver. So having optimal liver health is very important. And right now, the number one cause of liver dysfunction um, in the United States, or at least the emerging cause, of, the emerging number one cause, is something is due to something called insulin resistance, which is usually related to diet and has to do with blood sugar levels and diabetes and so on. So a lot of patients have, they don't have over diabetes quite yet, but before they get there, they start to develop problems with the liver, which slows it down, it gums it down, it makes it not as functional as it once was. And this can be seen inside your lab test as an elevation of AST and ALT. These are two ways to check for liver function. And as this occurs, it's also impacting your, your liver's capacity to convert T4 to T3. So if you are serious about improving your T3 levels, you have to take a look at liver function. So how can you do that? There's a number of things, I'll just briefly go over these things, uh, but some things that you can do include eating vegetables that contain sulfur, uh, which is helpful for detoxification. Cruciferous vegetables are also great. Make sure you're avoiding alcohol 100%. Make sure you're avoiding, you don't have to avoid sugar 100%, but you definitely want to reduce your intake, especially if you have insulin resistance or the early stages of it, or even slightly elevated AST and ALT levels. You can also take supplements such as milk thistle, dandelion, turmeric, MSM, and calcium D-glucarate. These are all supplements which help the, the liver function more um, effectively and at an optimal level so that, that you can ensure that as the liver functions optimally, it will do its job, not only with the detoxification of certain things in your body, but also with the conversion of T4 to T3, which is really what we care about for the discussion right now. Okay, so that was number five. Number six, I also want you to pay attention to your adrenal health. So this is something that a lot of patients probably 
at least know of, but maybe they don't quite understand it completely. So what ends up happening is there is a connection between thyroid function and adrenal health, such that if you have a problem in one, it brings down the other. Say, so if you're listening to this, you have a problem with your thyroid, right? Because we're talking about increasing free T3 levels, which means you almost guaranteed have a problem with your adrenals because your thyroid is going to be dragging down your adrenals. Now this can happen in the opposite way too. It can be the adrenals that was the problem initially and that can drag down your thyroid. But either way, it doesn't matter which necessarily came first. You just need to know that they both go down together and you can treat the adrenals and they should be treated, but they're treated differently than what you would do to treat your thyroid. So normally if you have a thyroid problem, you usually take thyroid medication, you take thyroid supplements and so on. And these contain nutrients and ingredients and medications and hormones, which help the thyroid function. But what they don't do is they don't help the adrenals function. So fixing the thyroid won't bring up the adrenals necessarily. It does sometimes, but usually that's usually not the case. So sometimes and oftentimes I should say, you need to also focus on improving that adrenal health. And you can do that very easily by taking things like adrenal adaptogens and adrenal glandulars. And I consider these to be you know, top five most important supplements for thyroid patients for this very reason, because treating the thyroid doesn't always fix the adrenals. Unless of course the, well, I won't even say that, but there are situations in which treating the thyroid can improve the adrenals, but it's usually not the case. Usually you need to treat both separately, even though one dragged the other down. And then number seven, we're gonna be talking about, of course, exercise. So exercise is a really easy thing. If you're not already exercising, you just need to do it. I know I've harped on it in the past. I don't wanna beat the, the horse any longer here, but you do need to know that exercise is a, a natural, free, easy way to increase uh, T4 levels as well as T3 levels. And it will increase your T3 levels the more that you do it. So exercise every day. You don't even have to go crazy. I mentioned previously that you can use high intensity interval training. That tends to be beneficial for reducing reverse T3 levels, but you don't have to do that to just increase your T4 to T3 levels. Just doing yoga or Pilates or bar, or whatever it is, get to the gym, go on a jog. I don't care what you do. do, do chores, but get out, get active, get moving. Doing something is better than nothing and that something will help your thyroid function. Yes, I know a lot of thyroid patients suffer from, from, from fatigue and that may impact your capacity to exercise, but it will not completely limit some form of exercise. Even if that's walking around, doing just light chores or gardening, whatever it is, do something. You gotta be constantly pushing your body and as you push your body, you will see a commensurate rise in T4 and T3 levels as you reduce inflammation, as you improve neurotransmitter function and so on. So make sure you are exercising and I have tons of videos talking about how to do that, but I, it needs to be included here because it's one easy way to do that. So these are the ways that, this is the not so easy ways that you can improve T4 to T3 conversion, which will increase T3 levels. Again, there may be situations in which you do need to take T3 thyroid medications such as Cytomel and Myothyronine. Um, I fully admit that that is the case, but you can always start with these things first. So if you don't know where to start, you wanna increase your T3 levels, or you've been told that you have low T3 levels on your thyroid lab test, this is what you need to do. Start here, use these supplements, use these lifestyle changes, and you should see an improvement in your T3 levels. So if you have any questions about this or if there was something that was confusing, please leave your comments below and I'll do my best to answer those. Um, and if you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information all designed to help thyroid patients like you feel better. So if you enjoyed this, I think you'll really like those. And that's all I have for you guys. So otherwise, I'll see you in the next one.